Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Hungry Bleak Show. I am Antonio Pomares, and welcome. Um, yes, I'm wearing the same shirt that I was wearing in the last episode because I did two in a day. So there you go. So don't think I'm out here just wearing a shirt all the time, even though it is a cool shirt. It is because I really dig vampires. Just No, I did. Don't put that in the street. I'm out here wearing the same clothes every week. That's I'm not a cartoon character. Stop that. So. Folks, again, you know how I feel about Kickstarters. They're awesome. Um, it's a great chance and opportunity to crowdfund incredible projects. Uh, and you can find everything on Kickstarter pretty much. But you know where my focus is, comics. And there are a plethora of comics out there being uh, advertised and funded by Kickstarter. And I'm lucky enough to have one of them here today. So I got to read the first issue and really really enjoyed it i i have i have this love for um kind of family comics that have to deal with you know still like kind of superhero-y superpowers things like that i think they're great especially when it's a black family that really hits home because we didn't get that for the longest time so that's what makes this one important so let me bring it out the comic is called Sweet Pea. I got to read the first issue and absolutely loved it. Nice, bold, bright colors that kind of made my my eyes twinkle a little bit. It was the reverse of what I've been reading because I was reading Blade beforehand, and I love I love reading both sides. But I love the beautiful colors and one of the prominent colors in this comic. Take a guess. It's my favorite color, purple. So obviously, I was slightly biased, but then. I was all the way in when I read the story and saw the art and the ending, which made me go, ah, I got to wait for, for, for issue two. Damn. So folks, give it up for Alim Leggett. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? Great, great, great. Okay. So like I said, Sweet Pea issue one, absolutely adored it. Not just because of the purple, which was a definite bonus. Thank you. I, I mean, you didn't do that with me in mind, but thank you. I love when people are showing more purple in color, especially black comics. I love it. It's such a strong, noble, royal color, but still can do something to your heart. Right. I love that. Um, so if you can tell us a bit about yourself and what got you into comics. So um, I come from back when comic books were sold on little turn turnstile racks and corner stores and newspaper stands and and yes. and you know not just in the comic book shop but they were everywhere when I was a kid so you know like walking down the street with my mom or whatever I you know grab a book anytime I saw one you know and um I used to keep this this Ninja Turtle toy chest that was you know bigger than me and it full of comic books so uh, a lot of Spider Man stuff in there I had a lot of um, a lot of uh, like Spawn comics was inside of there. I probably shouldn't have had them when I was that little. But, but yeah, this this is back. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, some Mortal Kombat comic books when they first started out. I got from the Amtrak train station. I remember. I remember where I got my first uh, Mortal Kombat comic book from. So yeah, um, you know, like I just always love the stories behind them and the, and the characters inside of them. And, you know, the worlds that they could take you to. Yeah, there's, 
you definitely hit a spot when you said the turn, because that's where I got my first. I think I got my first comic in a supermarket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you could never get them in order. Like you'd get two, then you get ten. Yeah. Then if then if you went back the next week, you might find five. Like it was always in a weird order. But I would grab them just because first off, the covers would grab me. Exactly. These fantastical things and you know, just being able to have it. Then when I started selling them with the magazines, I hey, they have like what like five for a dollar, like however many for in, in like those plastic packs. Again, mm -hmm. never in sequential order. It was just a random group of comics. But I grabbed it because that's I wanted to read them. Yeah, and but, it was a simpler time too, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was enough to have like issue five of this and then go jump to issue three of that and exactly yeah yeah because it wasn't like really big overarching stories at the time there weren't you know events yeah you know that were happening it was just over events and checklists as you know like you got the main story and then you got the side story here for five different characters and yep exactly <laughs> like like the yeah the, those side stories and and you know tie-ins everything like that like it, it could be one story in one issue right or it could just be something that continued but you didn't think about it because you we just keep going and rereading, rereading it because it was so cool. Yeah. So I always loved that. What got you into creating comics? Well, um, you know, around the same, I spent a lot of time um, mimicking the art from out of the comic books and everything like that. And um, cartoon characters, you know, everybody was drawing like Tweety Bird or, you know, like Tasmanian Devil and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, um, so, so I, eventually I started making my own characters and giving them powers and background, you know, like this guy, the Dragon Ball Z kind of character or, or Mighty Morphin Power Ranger character and, and things like that. And um, that evolved into like uh, like tabletop role playing games. So oh. I would tell stories through that and then like online uh, RPGs where I would build these characters and just like that's always been a theme you know like character creation and stories surrounding them was always something that was rattling around inside of my head so um but uh comic book creation i think was didn't really seem like something it just seemed like something that other people did if that if that makes sense like these unknown people because i'm like i'm not looking at the credits or checking you know the creator and illustrator name and then looking those people up back then uh, or even like the, the the credit reels after movies or, or, or cartoons or anything like that. It's just something that somebody made that I can enjoy or whatever. So I never really knew that it was possible to get into that field until very recently uh, during the pandemic when things slowed down a lot for me. I was able to, um, you know, kind of reset and 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 find some of the things that were of great interest to me and my child, things that I loved as a, you know, as a child and a young adult that I kind of got away from once I started building up all of these responsibilities and getting caught inside a loop of, you know, work, bills, sleep, work, bills, sleep, work, bills, sleep. So once I got a break from all of that, I got to get back into art, um, exploring new avenues with social media. I found a lot of great groups. So, um, one of them being, I create comic books on Facebook and another one being black comic Black comic book creators, which were full full of very knowledgeable and generous people. Um, one of those people is, is a guy named Stephen Duffy from the from the UK. He runs uh, Apex Comics, Apex Comics UK, and uh, 
you know, like that's the guy who I really clicked with and kind of like walked me through the backdoor process of how to create my own comic book and turn these ideas into a reality on the page. Mm, that's awesome. It, that the pandemic was and, and COVID was a horrible thing, but it definitely saw people tap into that creative side in a very in 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 various ways whether it was through you know tiktok's emergence or you know, dance what have you but i saw a lot of people getting into art as far as drawing and art um and painting and writing yeah. things like that and then being able to really cultivate that more and more especially because we had a couple years of it yeah. so i mean that's that's great to see that it was what helped you to spark because sometimes you you do get into that groundhog day of like like you're saying work sleep bills work sleep bills work sleep bills and everything you know in there and when you find that little 10 15 how, however much time you can to kind of do your little thing and then that little thing becomes more of a bigger thing and right. it becomes damn you know what this is and then being able to see yourself saying i this can be me i can be that name up on the screen i can be the name if somebody looks up who did this comic and they see your face yeah yeah absolutely that's that's very important to have that representation because a lot of creators i'm sure like before they became creators may not have known that they could be that because we never saw ourselves absolutely we did not see a brown skin we did not see black skin we did not see women we did not we didn't see people that looked like us so it's beautiful to be in those circles in that realm and for your first comic to be you know out here doing it so that's i mean that's that's huge that's huge now now give us the story of sweet pea which is you're going to be doing sweet pea number two which is what the kickstarter is going to be sweet sweet pea number one is already out can you give us a story of that okay um so issue number one is about uh imani williams her father calls her sweet pea and her dad name is uh marcus mm -hmm. and you know, it just kind of starts the way any regular day would start with, you know, the morning routine of, hey, dad, love, you got to go work in school and things like that. And then, uh, you know, while they're separated on their commute, a disaster strikes. And now all of a sudden it's like uh, the skies opened up and monsters are, are, are pouring in. Right. Mm -hmm. So and I'm trying to speak kind of vaguely because there's a lot, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of. Um, a lot of yeah. mystery involved in, inside of it and, and it's uh -huh. cool that you know like not a whole lot is explained of why these things are happening and we will get into it later but uh you know so now they're separated and trying to find each other inside of the midst of that chaos and find some kind of safety and you know security dad's trying mm -hmm. to get to his daughter to protect her daughter's trying to get to his dad to you know because that's her that's her, uh, the security inside of her life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and the reason that I made this, the story that way, I don't know, I'm kind of segueing away from the, um, from the question, but right. yeah, the reason that uh, I made the story this way was to kind of highlight the consequences of, of violent, you know, uh, an unsafe environment on children as well as the effects of the effect that a parent has on their his or her or their child 
throughout the course of their their life. You know, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. If that makes any sense. So when they're confronted with those things, they got some kind of like bedrock to uh, to lean on. So I kind of want to shine a light on on two things as well as um, just the trauma, you know, trauma and uh, like hidden trauma and the effects of it. Even though it's you know like it's kind of sensationalized inside the story, but I come from a place where you, you see some things, man. You experience some, you know some things at an early age that we don't always get the process properly, and it can have a dramatic effect on you uh, throughout your life. With you know like people walking around with PTSD, don't even know. That they that they that they got it or it could or it could they could possibly have it. You, know? you have said a word on that. Um, that's 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 a great way to do um, think of it, because unfortunately, with us uh, black people, we're born with trauma. Yeah. It's in our DNA, unfortunately. And for the longest time, we walk around without it. We joke about everything. We will make the jokes about stuff that don't even make no sense because that's our way of just trying to get through it and cycle through it. That's our that's our way of doing it. So to have this be a story, I mean, yes, it, you have monsters and you have other things going on. Uh, but at the root of it, it, it is about that protection, that security and and that trauma. And you you definitely see it through the interaction because as Sweet P and Marcus are dealing with their two situations, they're both thinking, I have to get to the other. Mm -hmm. right. Marcus is trying to get to her to protect her because that's his daughter. She's trying to get to him because she, like, even though this is ridiculous, all the stuff's going on, monsters and everything, she's like, he'll know what to do. He's like, I don't know what he's scared, but it's that again it's that love it's that protection it's that security and it's their child so i don't know to figure it out mm -hmm. and it's that trust and love that there so that was that was very that was very palpable and very being able to to be felt during that scene and even though sweet pea is saying all this she's helping her friend amaya who is showing clear trauma yeah by not being able to speak in every so you're showing trauma in many different forms right you're showing someone who's trying to fight through trauma to get to their daughter to protect them the daughter is trauma has no idea what's going on but still feels a need to then protect her friend mm -hmm. who has trauma who is clearly trauma um a catatonic is just there yeah. So you're showing it in so many different ways in this situation. So, I mean, kudos for that, first off. Thank you. Uh, I mean, for real, like you should, because you, yeah, that like, and I kept wanting Amaya to wake up, like, she okay, she okay, she okay. I thought she was going to shake out of it. And I was like, oh, no, no, because now Imani is literally bringing trauma with her, yeah. figuratively and literally. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot, yeah. There, there's a lot going. That's why I was like, 
like I started feeling like kind of tension. I was like, yo, is everything like I started getting anxiety? Like, yo, does this is she gonna, <laughs> she gonna snap yeah. out? Like, what's like what's going on? Like just... I'm I'm glad, man. I'm glad that we was able to uh invoke those kind of feelings and emotions yeah. inside of inside of the story. It was all it was all very much the intention. Um, you know. Like uh, they asked me, like, cause it's not, it's not interesting. I mean, like, it's not exciting. So, but this, this is my thoughts behind what I'm trying to, you know, what I'm doing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, I've got even like with the title and the logo and everything like that, it looks like a page out of a, out of a girl's diary, right? Mm-hmm. And you got all these nice little scribbles on there, and uh, you know, it starts off just like family very family oriented and everything like that and then you know pretty much like that this thing happens and now you know these young people are 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 experiencing this thing like everybody's experiencing it but like the point that i was trying to drive home is that these very normal kids these you know just doing kid things is all of a sudden exposed to this to this other thing and now you know, we gotta figure out what's gonna happen as a result of that with the with the kids, with the with the parents, with the with the community, with, with everybody. So like there's kind of like a juxtaposition of the expectations of how things should be versus how things are. Yeah, no, it's it it's definitely felt. It's definitely felt and no, you're definitely right. I was having the same conversation earlier. I love when a comic can have a one tone in the beginning. And even the, like like you're saying, the way you look and you see it, the bright colors and everything. Like I said, purple. Okay, bet. I'm there. Yeah. All right. Give me more. Like, what's going on? And then by the end, you're like, wait, wait, hold on. This is not this. Where was where was everything was cool? And it but life can happen like that. So when comics can give you entertainment and they can give you, you know, powers and superheroes and daring fights and whatever, whatever going on. And but then there's this sometimes um hidden and sometimes not so hidden layer underneath it that's still being conveyed through all of this it hits a little bit more because at the end you're like wait and then you're like oh that's okay that all right so i mean you definitely hit on that point because there is a definite tone in the beginning like the like you're saying from the cover from jump you're like okay and even the name the name does not sound like it's, it's going to be that you're like, oh, sweet pea. Oh, okay, cool. This, oh, okay, yeah. You get to the end, you're like, wait, there was nothing sweet about that pea. Hold <laughs> on, that was that was the opposite of sweet pea. Yeah. But it, but the ending, I'm not gonna say what it is. Well, I'm not even sure what it is to be honest with you. So even then, but that pulled me in more because like, oh, I want to know what this is and is that what I think it might be? Whatever. So that's very interesting to me. We're gonna answer. We're gonna answer a lot of questions for you. We're gonna answer some questions for you in issue two. All right. Sure. (laughs) I I don't like all the answers questions. All the questions answered right away because I like that feeling of being like every every bit and then it clicking in our heads and going, oh wait, this is this, and then you get confirmation from the creators. I love that. And the color purple was definitely um, a deliberate choice. You know, for it being Amani's favorite color, where where you know, like she wears it, and mm. she uh, you know she styles her hair with it, and also the color that represents the event that's surrounding her is also um, purple. 
which is why you know I subtitled the first issue Purple Haze. So it's you know it's all it's all relative. <laughs> I I'm definitely digging, and there's a, a little nuance that I did love too, is the fact that Marcus does Imani's hair. Yeah, I love that little nuance. Um, not a huge thing. People read it. Oh, okay, whatever. I read and I was like, yeah, that's. I love that. I love a father doing things like that with his child. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important and so incredible. And and just being an everyday thing, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I really applaud that. As well, I, I I love seeing things like that in comics and in again our representation. I love that. Yeah, you know, because yeah, you know, like they they not a. You know, like I imagine, even though like it's, I didn't include some of the stuff because it's not really relevant to the story. But you know, mm -hmm. like when you make them characters, you kind of imagine they, uh, the situation that that you know kind of molded them before the story started, so you get an idea how the characters would be. And they're not, they're not exactly like a very, uh, you know, I think like a like a middle income family. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. And uh, you know bills and everything like that. We gotta cut corners where we can cut corners. So, like, I can't take you to the hair salon for the you know the hundred and fifty dollar hairdos every every two weeks. But we can we can style this thing up together, and you'll yeah. look good. You know what I mean? So yeah, and 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 just the fact of 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 the father like taking it. Well, but this is my head can anyway. The father taking the time and and the love to like watch maybe like YouTube videos or TikTok. So well, like whatever it is, so yeah. he can style her hair and everything. I think that's just beautiful because it just shows again love and and that connection because mm -hmm. we're very rooted in our hair. Right, says the bald man. We're yeah. very rooted in. Our, <laughs> I like I, I can really talk, but we're we're rooted in that. So and I then think she that got to go out and deal with. You know, people kind of clown her because her her dad. Yeah. You know, yeah, which will happen. You know what I mean? You got a you got a kitchen cut, man. Hey, <laughs> it'll happen. But you know, like it's 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 something behind that that's a little bit deeper and more you know uh, special. Yeah, sometimes, man. That's that's you know a memory for you to have later on in in your in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, like those you might not appreciate it when you're that young, but it 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 means something to you eventually. You know what I mean? Even if you, even if you hate it now, you. My uncle rap man. He said he got a line that um talking about his uh, father that passed away. He said I used to um. He said I used to rub my cheek, but now I wish that I could kiss you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's what you, you when it's gone, you you miss it. Yeah, you know, but then you can at least think about the memories that you did have for, it, and you're like, oh, but then you go, damn, not here no more. So yeah, that like look, little little nuances like that can make a story a detail so much more, and you can it can be something that just is an everyday thing or a little comment or a little remark, but it adds to the story so much more. So I think that's great. So with the the Kickstarter for um for issue two, um, which is as as we're recording. Because this is pre-recorded, it will be starting the day that this actually goes out, September eighth. Now, do you know what tiers you're going to be having for the Kickstarter as far as what people can get? Yeah, so we're going to be offering up issue one, mm -hmm. of course. Um, digital copies of issue, digital PDFs of issue one and issue two, okay. uh, physical copies of both of them. 
are also going to be offered. I got some new uh, sticker designs. I always like. I love to see my ideas by other artists. I'm an artist myself, Ooh. but I love to you know like see what other people are going to do. So you'll see like some different art styles with the uh, the stickers packs that we offer, and as well as like the nice. posters that we own that we're offering. That's also a tier. I also have. A special one. Uh, this guy, uh, Clovis ba uh, Batiboa, out of uh, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, place him in the wrong place. But he won the uh, best artist award for uh, Glyph to 2023. He did. A, okay. He did a cover for me. That um that I'm gonna have 12 point hollow chrome uh, virgin cover. Ooh. Limited supply. I'm only going to have 50 copies of that. That I'm. That's that's the only time I'm going to print it. The the cover for for issue two is the one that's going to be available on Kickstarter. Is not going to be printed after that. You know that that Kickstarter batch of prints. Mm -hmm. I'm not printing that anymore. I might do like a poster or something later, which is um like I did that on issue one. Like I had another a Kickstarter cover that uh you know I won't reprint reprint the book. But now, like, if you still want to, to have at least a picture, I can get you a poster and um, from this of that that cover for the next mm -hmm. issue for uh, for this campaign. Um, what else we got going on besides those those things? Some retail bundles where you know, like, I try to make it as uh, you know as, as good as possible. So even if somebody just wanted to get a bunch of copies, I try to cut the price of you know getting fifteen or Another one, I think I got like 30 copies of issue one, 30 copies of issue two, mm -hmm. 120 stickers and 60 uh, posters, you know, so you can make it a, you know, you can make it a retail party. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? So, uh, okay. yeah, man, uh, I think that's, I think I, I got pretty much everything and then add on. So you, with that really is just everything in case you want to mix and match in any kind of way you want. Yeah, that's always cool is the tears are great. And seeing yeah, seeing your ideas from other artists is always great. Like little, like little, like reinvention. Like oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Some that they see that you may not see that they're exaggerating more of or focusing mm -hmm. more on. Um, yeah, the, being able to add on tiers is great. Like being able to almost create your own bundle, yeah. I think, is a great idea. I'm so glad that they were able to add that onto Kickstarter because a lot of times I was like, I want that and I want that too, but I can't. Add. You know, so that's yeah. a beautiful thing. The only the only now thing with the add-ons is I can't I can't offer the posters on add-ons and I can't offer that uh the virgin cover or as an add-on. The virgin cover oh. for obvious reason because it's only it's only 50 of those available. So I don't want right. to end up having to print more promising more than I'm gonna I'm gonna make. And the posters, because I have my add-on shipping cost at zero. So it just would have got weird with uh you know, like having the option to add a poster on there because that's a whole different, you know, set of packaging and, and shipping and everything. Like, that. but everything else is there as an add-on for you know, like, as no cost. And that's awesome. And it's going to be, folks. All I'm going to say is it's going to be a treat to read issue two. So if you have not yet, <clears throat> after you're done with this. You've had your, you know, your your lunch, what have you. I want you to go over to Kickstarter. I want you to go to Sweet Pea, issue two, Son of Adam. 
and I want you to check out the tiers and go and click that. I, as always, in the episode description, I'm going to have the link for the Kickstarter, so you can go look up, check it out, see everything that you want to get in there. Go on and just enjoy it. And if you haven't, if you haven't read issue one, you're going to be in for a treat being able to read issue one and then immediately go read issue two. Unlike me, where I have to wait because I really want to see what's going to happen next because that scene on the couch, I was like. All right, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'm excited to see what it is because it's just, I love that feeling of, oh, what's this? And comics are doing that more. I, I love the writing of comics more now because it's very exciting to see. So as a creator and, you know, um, putting stories together and everything, and again, living life and everything, we need to take time where we take care of ourselves. And you all know how big I am on mental health and self-care and, taking care of yourself so you can do whatever you have to do. What is it? What's the self-care tip that you do? What's something that you do that keeps you grounded, that keeps you rooted? Uh, spending time with the, with my family. I got a very big family. I, got, I have a wife and five children. So anytime oh. I can get to spend with them is great. I also, uh, art, I haven't been able to paint a lot lately. Let me see. I got a few sitting here next to me. Let me see if I can find one worth showing. So let's go with this one, sure. So, you know, like I paint Ooh. at times too. So um, I got a huge one over here. I'm not going to pull that out. But... <laughs> <laughs> and um, in digital art, things like that is also, uh, you know, great for me. Uh, video games, when I can take the time out to do them, even though like that's becoming less of a um, less of a possibility for me, I guess. Yeah. I feel like you know, as much as I love, I I grew up loving games all the way from Macintosh. Actually, I was gonna say Nintendo, Ooh. but you know, we had a um, yeah, man, a Macintosh. You know, the, the the old Apple computers. Yep, we had, yep. <laughs> and they had they had a couple of games on there. So, um, yeah, man, like I've, I've always loved video games, but that I got to kind of like ease up on because I can get invested in, in those games, man. <laughs> and, 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 you know, like it'll mess my schedule up playing around with those, which, you know, like become the opposite of self-care. <laughs> I, I know that I feel like I've, I've had times where there were games when I would get so invested in the game and I'd be playing it. And then I start hearing birds chirp. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> and I look out and I see the light and I go, you got to be kidding me. But this is when I was in my 20s. Yeah. I was like, like now I'm like, I'm, no, I'm, I've fallen asleep with the controller in my hand now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm good. But I've been there. And yeah, games definitely can help. Do you, which one do you find to be more therapeutic as far as like when you're doing art, actual like um, painting on canvas or the digital art? Um, even though I do more digital art now, mm-hmm. painting on canvas, I w- I would have to say because mm-hmm. I just get I just get lost in the um in the canvas and trying new things and I'm self taught so I mean it's all exploration and, and experimenting mm-hmm. and my my opinion of art is that it's not really you can't really do it wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just do it. You, you, you take it as far as you want to take it. 
And when you're done, I guarantee that it's going to be somebody in the world that's going to, uh, you know, see it and appreciate it. And, you know, even if you don't find that person, they're out there. And if you're satisfied with something that, that you created, then that's that's enough in and of itself. You know what I mean? that's that that's very true yeah that i would think like i've i'm not an a, a, um, a visual artist like that but i would think that painting on canvas would just feel more better because you're actually because it's actually the feeling of the brush in the paint and then the and then the brush on the actual canvas that yeah. like that that tactile yeah and it's the same it's the same for um for drawing man really Draw, drawing on a digital on um on pads which i, I do a lot of but mm -hmm it's not the same feeling at all it's just sketching something now even though you like you have less tools and it's you know like you got to take more steps to get the same results but i have way more control when i'm leaning over some bristol or you know just even like a piece of notebook paper or, or whatever mm -hmm. and um it's way more intuitive for me to be mm -hmm. able to you know, like really touch and feel the the grains and yes. you know, like interacting with what I'm doing instead of just gliding across the screen. No matter <laughs> what texture I'm creating, it's the same like glide. You know? mm -hmm. That means that means a lot to me. I might be a little bit of a uh, little OCD <laughs> about it, but it, no, that that actually makes a lot of sense because I would think like one is obviously more streamlined and everything, and I think the other is. I mean, both both forms are beautiful, but I would think that one is more streamlined, obviously, where you can just hit the, you know, tabs, everything you can get everything there. But the other one is more for that almost like um, like a cathartic feeling mm -hmm. of getting out whatever's in your soul, like whatever you got. Like if you had a day that just wasn't it, and you like, I got to yeah. get this out, and you just putting it all on that canvas. Where even yeah, even your mistakes, man, you you learn to adapt to 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 the mistakes that you made when you yeah. working inside of you know like a traditional medium painting or painting or otherwise. It's not the end of the, the painting. It's just you turn now what you thought was a mistake in the a piece of your art mm -hmm. instead of just two finger taps and then now that's going put something else <laughs> yeah I, I mean just like life you got you got to kind of pivot in, into yeah. things sometimes unfortunately yeah. so with something great just that you didn't you know like you don't end up where your destination was your goal might might your finish line might be a little bit different than your goal but oftentimes man i look back and i find that i appreciate it for what you know what it became i mean that's a beautiful way to look at it too and it's true mm -hmm. now we we talked about comics and being able to look through the spinner rack and everything but what are three comic book recommendations they can be old or new they can be comics or graphic novels what are three comic book recommendations that you would give all right so i mean mainstream that they, they you know like they don't need the publicity. You you know all those guys, man. They they right. staple. So I'm gonna go the independent route. Okay. And I got actually three books here with me. This first guy I met down at uh, DreamCon uh, in Texas this year. Called mm -hmm. uh, Armor of the Gods. Let me see. Can I get the glare off of it? I keep hearing about that. 
And I'm like, damn, I think I even follow them on IG. Yeah. But I keep trying to want to check it out. It's like, Ooh. it's beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. Right? It's very, very, very well made. Um, when, I, when I opened it up, I, he, he was trying to give me the pitch to it. I opened it up. I was like, man, just get it here. <laughs> Let me get that. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even need it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, nah, man. And um, the story is there, too, though. It's, it's mm-hmm. a good story. And, like, you can see, like, it's kind of like they got, like, an epic going on, the beginning of an epic here. So I'll actually give you – he doesn't mm-hmm. have a company on here. I'll try to give you – it's written and created by My, Malik uh, Shum, Shumaki, S-C-H-U-M-A-K-E. So okay. you can find him, look up Armor of the Gods on Instagram or, or, you know, search him up by name and give him a play because, you know, he made a, he made a great book. Right. Second, uh, Kid Solar. Actually, this might be hard to see. Hmm. This, I Is got that a foil cover? cover? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That so, cover looks um, nice, though. Yeah. So this one uh, was made by this guy. It's Trippy Bull Comics. Created by Brian Bracy. Again, mm-hmm. artwork inside is great. Um, this one gave me kind of like a. You you watch the shows on CW? Yeah, yeah, I've watched them. Yeah, yeah. This felt like the introduction to one of those, and I don't know if that's what he was he was going for or not. But it's a superhero origin. Mm-hmm. Issue one is an origin, and. I definitely can see it as a, as a series. So he, he just recently made the decision to continue the series, and I'm looking forward to seeing the next one. Those. All right. And lastly, you know, I ain't, I'm not going to give myself the shout-out. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> you know, already getting enough of it. So the search for uh, Sadika. Okay. Yeah. Now, this one is uh, Greg... Greg, um, oh, Burnham, Burnham. yes, yeah. yes, my man from Tuskegee Airs, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, Tuskegee yes, Airs and Search of And, um, I think they got a couple of other titles that they do together and independent, but he also does like work with Milestone mm-hmm. over at DC. He's yeah. writing, um, he's got writing, something, you know, I think he's writing a soup, he wrote uh, Superman recently, yeah, he's and, got something coming out, I think. Something for October, I think, kind of like a um, I, I want to say it's an anthology, possibly. And he's doing a story in that with um, yeah, it's, with, it's like a horror, horror. Anthology. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he wrote a um, he wrote Superman inside of there, and I got to speak with him at uh, at DreamCon also. And like a great guy, man, like absolutely yeah. deserves the support of, of people because he is very much for for people. And um, very free with with information and advice. Mm-hmm. You know, he not like not knocking nobody, but he he wasn't like, okay, I could teach you, but sign up to my Patreon. And, and, I'll, and I'll, yeah, yeah. You know, like no, he just was like, he just was like, look, man, because I was asking him about writing, because like God bless my my illustrator, because I know like my. At amateur script writing for for comic books is probably confusing as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, man, like, how do you just like capture a moment and explain it in a way that's easy for you know somebody to pick up and uh, and read? He was like, there's really the difference between 
like getting professional work and not getting professional work because it's like it's one thing when you're working with somebody that knows your brain knows your mind yeah right or you know like you comfortable enough working with where you can just give them a, a broad description and they can pick out a couple of things and and you know give you something that's satisfactory and along the lines of what you was uh which was going for but but you when you when you're working with these other people you gotta you know no matter who pick it up they should be able to you know very clearly like it's 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 a dark night uh it's it's not nighttime but there's storm clouds so there's not a lot of light and you know light source is coming from this direction he's flying uh you know so fast that you can't see you know like you can't see his legs and the the, mm -hmm. uh, the red from the cape is trailing or, or whatever which isn't like i'm just a, you know like spitballing that part or whatever yeah but um but just being like descriptive enough where they can yeah just descriptive in a like way exactly that, what you need you know, like, yeah but that's just just this one example like you know, like these are things that you know i ain't know but uh, they gave me an opportunity to to learn it from them you know some of the you know that some of the uh, the secrets of the, the professional comic book world and i'm happy to share it with as many people that i can and that right there alone was enough for me to, to for me to give him my full support you know and everything mm -hmm. that, that that i can support in every way that i can support him so um he recently had um a campaign for issue number two of the search for sadika yes that that um to get back to the book it's a great book uh it's about um uh what's the name of the, the the community black black wall street uh tulsa tulsa yeah family in tulsa where uh you know right right around the time that that everything went down down there and the daughter ends up going on like a journey of discovery after after those events there was something going on where with her family that you can read for yourself but there was like some secrets that their family had of the, of their their heritage mm -hmm. and um you know they they run to her and tell her like look we got to stay here and handle this but you take this this map and you go find you know this and i, and, and I love you so that's the beginning, you know, the issue zero that, that I got through. I got issue one here that I'm holding out for a little bit because I want to read on. I don't want to wait so long for it when issue two coming. I got that coming on the way from, from out of the campaign. Yeah. But, yeah. But that that that's a great series. And the the creator and writer is very much the servant of the, the support of the, you know, the community. Yeah, Greg is one of those uh, great people um, and incredibly talented uh, uh, writer, creator, but also just a genuine person and human yeah. being and just being willing to speak to people yeah. and talk to him. Like I've, I've met him three or four times, spoken to him a few times. Always one of the most personable people possible. Um, nice, funny, you know, and just a wealth of knowledge and everything that's happening now and him coming up is so much earned mm -hmm. because of the work that is done. Like when I was watching the milestone um, documentary on, on Max. Yeah. And I was watching it. And then to see him sitting at that table, I like, it didn't even, I wasn't like, Oh, I, I was like, earned that. Mm -hmm. You earned that. You should be at that table. Yeah. Yeah. And it shouldn't be for like a, 
like uh, just that mentorship or what have you, it, it should be because you are there and you're writing a title. I mean, at bottom line, mm-hmm. you know, these one of those cats that you go, yeah, earned it. Yeah, definitely earned it. Most and his homie, his homie, um, was it, is it Marcus? Marcus, yeah, Marcus, uh, Marcus, uh, Marcus the visual, yeah, Marcus that one of the, the his boys is, is just too dope, man. <laughs> his art is so is diabolical, man. It's one of the yeah. most I like. I have um two Tuskegee shirts mm-hmm. and the art. I'm always like in awe of the art. And I love when October comes around and he t- starts doing like um like a swaptober mm-hmm. where he just take characters and swap. And I'm looking, I'm like, he did one of I think it was a Miles Morales, but as Venom. Mm-hmm. And I was looking and I was like, oh, can we get this? Can we get this actually in the comic or in like the, the Into the Spider-Verse movies? Can we get it was just his art is always a pleasure and them together is this diabolical duo honestly yeah so like it, that dude man you should try to catch one of his lives of him um creating one day man it's so mm-hmm. effortless <laughs> man but that he can just he did it for dreamkind he did uh prowler miles for uh on his way to dreamkind Wow. Was making them, printing them out at the at the station, and it just was like, it's like masterpieces, man. This dude is like, he like the 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 white the the white beard that that's sitting up on top of the yeah. mountain. Man. Yep, yep. Really. That that's H C fool. Like teach everybody, like yeah. no, that's that that. And it, I I love when I'll see artists like that, and I'll go, oh, this is my warm up, and I'm like, wait, what? That's no, that's that's not a warm up. That's not that's right. Not that's a like a week of work, man. <laughs> that's not a warm up. What are you talking about? You warming up for the year? I'm <laughs> saying like, oh yeah, man. Uh, they did this before breakfast. My warm up. When did you start? When like when like like when is breakfast? You got to tell me these things. I need to know details, brother. Because <laughs> what you just put down was incredible. But yeah, they're definitely like just incredibly talented people and. But those are great. The, the, the thing I usually get with when people give me recommendations are books I've read right. and that I know. You gave me two books I didn't know, which I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it adds to my pile, <laughs> but Sorry. I still but I still love that because I know so many books. Like people will come to me and they'll give me a random description and I'll go, oh yeah, I, I know a comic like that. It's this. And I had a friend of mine, she was like, um, do you know any Indian comics? And I was like, oh, yeah, I just finished reading one the other day. Let me give you a name and everything for it. And she was like, like, you never cease to have an answer. I'm like, I read so many different things because there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. Whether you can get it in print or digital has made it so much more available as well. As far as PDFs and you have uh, Comixology and you have all the different companies have their own thing. So it's beautiful to be able to go. If someone gives you this random random description and, and you go, oh, yeah, like there's a comic where there's a unicorn that's a vampire hunter. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and I was like, oh, bet, yeah. It's interesting as hell to me. There's a comic that it's about a vampire detective in space. And the name of the comic is Vampire Detective in Space. It's telling you right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so there's so many different things. That's not like the universe, man. <laughs> it's like it's the like, multiverse in real life. The possibilities are endless. If you had a dartboard, and you had just random words up there and you just threw the darts and you're like, okay, a comic about this, this, and this. Oh yeah, sure. I can find one right here for you. A lot of them are on Kickstarter, which is what I love there. Yeah. If you, if you scroll through the, 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 uh, the, the comic book section 
of Kickstarter, I mean, number one, go to Sweet Pea, number two, and obviously kick in on that as you're going through that scroll. But you'll see so many beautiful things and comics and different, all different genres. It's it's incredible, which is what I love. Now, the final question I'm going to ask you, it's always the final one. It's always the one that gets everybody. It's always the one that's, it's usually the harder question to ask them about comic book recommendations. What's a favorite restaurant of yours and what's your favorite dish there? All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. All right. Don't tell my wife because it's our favorite dive and she likes that it's, you know, a, a low key place. Right. So we go there and there's 1,000 people in there next time we go. And I mean, I don't want to be able to look at me for a look. reason why. So it's called uh, Namwa Tea Parlor. Right. I think they got uh they got one in Philly and they might have one in uh New York also, I think. Right. Indeed. Right. I, so, I mean just looking at this alone is just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you eat good there, man. The um my I'm gonna give before I give you my favorite, I'm gonna give honorable <laughs> mention to uh to the red bean buns Ooh. and the salt and pepper shrimp i just saw it there delicious but um my favorite is the crab claw dumpling oh okay because it's a um i don't know what they kind of dough they fry it in man but it's like this salt it's like a it's like a crab cake with the with the the claw sticking out of the, the top of it and like it's just like this this texture where they got this crunch on the outside and this kind of soft bouncy inside man it just feels like it feel like comfort food man. it feel like a it feel like a a, a warm blanket out of the dryer kind of oh <laughs> man and fall coming up too oh yeah. that that's that's the best time that like this is the menu checking it out mm -hmm. this looks yeah it just looks incredible oh man they got general chicken it's a wrap mm -hmm. it's a wrap on my whole life those, those scallion pancakes right there man make sure you get them for uh, the appetizer and dip them in the sauce Man, this is yo. This is yeah. This ruined and highlighted my whole night. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you because, like, I, like I was saying earlier, they have one that's in New York, mm -hmm. and I'll be in New York in a few weeks. And look, I one the of chickens, the things, dumplings too. Be just be careful, man, because you they give you this menu. The menu they give you got like a um the the full list with check boxes, and you just check what you everything you want off of there. And they only like five, six dollars a, a item, man. Before you know it, you could be up like <laughs> Yeah. And I definitely so can see that happening, man. I, I can definitely see that happening. This is oh man. The original egg rolls just mm -hmm. yeah, this, this is yeah, this yeah, yeah, this done got man, me. You got me looking, I might this go is, there after this, after we get off of this uh <laughs> this I mean look, <laughs> look, man. Lucky I end up in New York right now because I'd be heading right out the door. I, I would already have my hat and my hoodie on. I'll be right out the door. The, the, tea, the tea chicken. is good too, man. They got chrysanthemum, uh, oolong, oh really? AT, all kinds of they might have it on the on the menu somewhere, probably. Oh no, drinks are nice. Oh, wait, they frozen dumplings as well. You can take oh wow. Oh, that's incredible. That's okay. Yeah, they and they've got desserts as well. Them yeah. steamed red bean buns. The Phoenix buns is good too. 
I don't, I ain't never tried the um the fried sesame balls, but that 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 paste that they put inside of there, man, you gotta eat them fresh. You can't like warming them up is so save some room. Warming them up is not the same. If you gotta warm them up, take like a wet um a wet paper towel or something over to put over yes. top of them. Yeah, because that steam, that that the moisture yeah. is very important. Mm-hmm. Look, man, I'm about to kick you off because you shouldn't have did this. This is <laughs> you, messed, you messed up my whole night, man. I'm gonna be real with you. You messed up my whole night, man. But it's yeah. but I, I love again, I love learning about places that I haven't eaten before. And I haven't eaten there, and they have a couple of different spots, and they've got one in New York. So I mean it's a wrap because I love going to New York and having either pizza or pizza barbecue or having chinese um like some type of asian excuse me asian cuisine and this is right up my alley man because if i can get dumplings and that general's chicken and eggs i mean because i can walk around with an egg roll that's not a problem at all egg (laughs) roll is new New york is a walking town in the city and i can walk around with an egg roll no problem at all easy it'll be gone before the end of the block right it's not a problem all right, man, you done messed I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can get right because the pictures are just, yeah, but but that's what I like. That's beautiful. Hey, man, you know what? We might, maybe, maybe you know, let me know when you're going, man. Maybe we can link up down there or something. Bro, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm man. thinking I, about going to as, probably as much as you are. So I mean, I've been there <laughs> you've been there before and I have nothing. That's why I'm even more excited. I'm like, damn, if I can get. I can just because I love you know, being sat at the table, looking at the menu, like that anticipation, and then yep. you get the food, and you it's hot, fresh, and steaming, and you eating it, and you like, especially if, if it's a little cooler, which hopefully it'll be at that time, because mm, yeah. there's gonna be like at the end of the month, beginning of September. Hopefully, there's a little more crisp in the air. I hope so, man. Because <laughs> I will definitely, because if I can have on like one of my thinner hoodies and just a relaxed, cool state, yeah, and me and my. Uh, and my uh, 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 um, dinner guests there just eating and just enjoying and just being like, that feeling of almost being too full, but you're satisfied. You're like, yeah. I, man, we got to walk this off. Yeah, you know, let's go take a walk. And you know what we're going to end up at? We're going to end up at somewhere to get some dessert. It don't make <laughs> no damn sense, y'all. It don't. But that's the beauty of life. You yeah. got to get it in while you're here. You got to get it in. So I want to say thank you so much. To Aleem Leggett. It, seriously, man. I the comic is dope. And this is your first foray into it. You're feeling support from the community. You're taking in all the knowledge that you can. And it's beautiful. And I love to see it. And I see you just leveling up every time. Man. Seriously. Seriously. You. you know, um, I'm very much appreciative for you uh e- even reaching out. Thank you. Uh, like appreciate I said, I truly enjoyed the comic. Um, next opportunity that I get, uh, to write a review, sweet P number one will be there. Thank you. That's, that's not even, I mean, that, that's no brainer for me. Seriously. Like I said, folks, <clears throat> the link for the Kickstarter will be in the episode description along with the link for Namwa. Um, don't be there when I'm there though, folks, because you're going to see it's, it's not going to be pretty. I'm gonna be full, but it's not gonna be pretty. Don't yeah. come near my table. It's not just 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 stay home. I'm gonna be real with y'all folks. Stay home. I'm gonna let y'all know beforehand, but just stay home because I don't want to be bothered. I want sometimes you just gotta be with that plate and just be like, damn, I like 
well, you know food is good when you have to meditate after you have i gotta think about everything in life right now that led up to this point <laughs> every mistake i've made hurt but it led me to this plate right here that's that's life yeah so aline do you have any final words for folks uh man just you know thanks for thanks for spending this time with me and uh you know thanks for having me on the show of course if you guys want to learn more about sweet pea you can follow me on facebook sweet pea comic instagram sweet pea comic and TikTok sweet pea comic i'm not the best at social media but i'm, I'm trying to get better you know I, i'm very quick to respond to my inbox so if you got any questions very true or anything like that you know you can hit me up or you know review you and tell me you loved it you want to tell me it sucked you know <laughs> just hit me up man and, and you know we can talk about it or you know like even if you're looking for an issue i don't have a store but you know i i can i can get pdfs out pretty easy or, or get them in now we can figure something out so um yeah man I, I appreciate you guys make sure you check out the kickstarter make sure you know you, you, you at least give me a chance, man. I, I'm not the best salesman, but I promise you won't be disappointed with the story. <laughs> Look, folks, I don't have I don't have anyone on who I don't like the comic or I don't think it's worth your money. I'm not going to ask you to go in your pockets for something that I don't think is good. That's not who I am. I know money is tight in, in life and you got to give a lot of it out. Sometimes more than you're getting, unfortunately. So if I'm saying, hey, this comic is worth it, it's seriously worth it, it you will enjoy it, that's for real. Like, that's not the shtick or gimmick or anything like that. That's that, that that's for real. Because I've read bad comics, and you know what? You've never heard about them because I will not talk about them. I sometimes don't even remember the names because they're just not worth that memory space. So Sweet Pea is... It's a comic that has layers. Once you read through it and afterwards you start thinking about it, which I do because I, I in, in a way, I review comics in my head, but I also analyze them. I look at little nuances and things like that, and you feel it. And that trauma um, uh, underneath everything is real, and it's layered there. And you'll see different forms of it. But it's also a comic that's entertaining. And like I said, the ending will make you go, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Actually, like a couple of pages before you start going, wait, what's what is? And then that last page, that last panel, I was like, OK, what is? And I was like, nope, good, I'm just going to enjoy it. I can't so, I can't wait to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? You finish issue two. Man. <laughs> I, cannot wait, bro. I will be happy and waiting, man. Seriously. So, folks, I want you to enjoy yourselves. Um, have a good day. Uh, as always, do the best you can with what you got, because in the end, that's all that you get. So be like water. And I will see you next time. I'm going to make this pledge right now. I did it last year. I'm going to do the same thing. Every Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch a new episode of The Hungry Bleak Show. All right? Have a good one. Enjoy it. Be safe. Peace. <laughs>